0: hello friends we're back again it's fightful.com and it's time for your impact wrestling post show you know who i am but you know who she is that's cresta Starr. cresta how are you doing tonight
1: hey Joel, i'm doing fantastic our matey what's going on with you how are you feeling how's everything
0: i love the pirate look i am absolutely a fan what's what's the deal with the okay I i thought there was like a logo on the headband is that just the uh is that just the design So this
1: is just a flower, but everyone confuses it. I'm going to preface and say I'm a professional Naruto hater. That being said, people confuse it with some Naruto clan. I don't know the name. Please don't. I mean, you could roast me and this is going to be me. I don't care. So (laughs) Yes, but it's just a flower. My grandma got it from um, St. Thomas. It's really nice. It's comfy. I love this. It's lovely.
0: It's nice. It's also nice when y'all, you know, go ahead and uh, leave us a thumbs up here on Fightful.com here on this post show. And if you really want to get involved in the conversation, first of all, chat, how you doing? It's good to see you. Uh, Second of all, if y'all want, you can leave a super chat. It's that little dollar sign. Down below, where you can donate any amount, get your question or statement around the air, and also support us here at Fightful. Allow Crest and I to keep doing these post impact shows for y'all because I know you're enjoying them. I know you're enjoying them. Are you enjoying them as much as we are because we're having a good time? People People, christened us Team Joe Star last week. So clearly someone likes us,
1: right? I love us. I don't know if it was Joe Star, Joel Star. Either way, I'm here for it. They've shipped us, that means we're official tissue.
0: I think it's in. I think I don't think we're going anywhere. I mean, we, we we could physically go somewhere, but I but I don't think you and I are going anywhere in terms of doing this, uh doing this show or not. I think we're gonna keep doing it because people there are enjoying it and people are enjoying uh interacting with us here, which by the way, you can get your humper chats in at humperchats.com. Cresta, tell them about the Humper Chats, would you please?
1: Humper Chats, you can send us right at You can send us a tip over at Humperchats.com. We keep a little bit more and it helps us do this and we will read it live on air and we will answer your questions or your comments live on air again. So humperchat.com or right here at the bottom with the dollar
0: sign. There is so much going on, not only on the website, but also in the Impact world. First of all, we had the show tonight. Tomorrow night, Friday night, is Impact Against All Odds. For those who are wondering, uh, we're not going to be doing a post show for Against All Odds because of the nature of it being on the Friday night. And that would go up against both the SmackDown and the AEW Rampage review and the free view of alex pulaski's sour Graps, which would normally be on select but instead they're doing a free view so that's just more benefit for you over on fifle however if you are a fifa select subscriber i'm 99 sure that steven jensen will cover against all odds on his weekender podcast so keep it peeled for that uh, and of course we're all going to talk about it aren't we it'll be fun and by the way if you're if you're going to be watching money in the bank or maybe you're not but you want to keep a, an eye on what's going on with wwe's money in the bank post show denise salcedo and sean ross apple have you covered Cresta, did you know they're gonna be live after Money in the Bank together for the first time ever doing a post show?
1: The superpowers have united, and you know who wins? We all do.
0: The fans I love this win. timeline. <laughs> There'll be a Blue Wire studio, so that's going to be a good time. I'm looking forward to that. But we're not talking about Money in the Bank. That's Saturday. That's that's in the future. We're going to talk about Against All Odds. We'll run down the card at the end of the show, give our predictions, and do that stuff. But first, let's talk about this episode of Impact Wrestling for June 30th. It took me a full three and a half minutes to tell you the date on this whole thing for the timestamp. That's just what we do. Cresta, what did you think of tonight's show? Was it Was it a favorite of yours or no?
1: I like that it... It gave me the wham bamboozle in one match. But overall, I thought it was a good setup for Against All Odds tomorrow. I I cannot wait. There's a lot of impact. But I thought tonight, four out of five, if we're doing five out of five, four out of five, it wasn't like crazy, crazy, but it was good. It was solid. Top to bottom, it was solid. Impact has been really solid.
0: Yeah, it's weird saying that this is a go-home show for Against All Odds, considering we just had Slammiversary, and here we are, less than two weeks later, we're doing another go-home, quote-unquote, for an insider show. Uh, But all in all, I I agree with you. I'd say a four out of five is a pretty solid mark. Um, That main event, I thought, was fantastic. I'm a big fan, and we'll talk about it later. Big fan of Impact doing Kazarian versus Saban one more time and saying we didn't get a we didn't get a winner last time, so you guys deserve an yeah. actual factual winner. Big fan of that.
1: I loved it. Is I always see Chris Sabin kind of like the dad next door who wrestles, and Frankie Kazarian is the right amount of uncle, and it was fantastic. They matched each other, flight for flight, grapple for grapple. It was it was such a good match, but we'll talk about that later.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll go through it. It was a really really fun match. We'll we'll talk about it soon. Uh, I'll ask you like I ask you every single week. Did you watch BTI?
1: This time I have a legitimate excuse.
0: This but time?
1: Th- th- uh, you know, every time I say you are beautiful, I just want to <laughs> remind you of that. <laughs> In this moment.
0: Are you trying to tell me that all the other times you said I was beautiful, you were lying to my face to get out of the question, what that? were you who watching on BTI? Who
1: said that? Who said that? Who's, who saying that? And I will, who? Who?
0: What are Not we doing me. here? <laughs> what is going on?
1: I would love if you told me, though. I just love to hear you talk
0: of course digital media championship was on the line rich swan versus raj singh was sheer in his corner now normally we just kind of breeze through it but it actually ended up having some against all odds implications because brian myers came out cut a promo early and said he, that he respects rich swan now and that swan earned myers respect after the match at slam and that he's a fan so he's gonna sit ringside watch the match had a microphone with him the whole time commentating over it there was some really funny stuff i mean tom hannafin at one point was like telling matt Raywald to shut up so that he could listen to uh brian myers talk to the crowd some good stuff so rich swan wins the match against uh raj singh no surprise there but then myers gets in hits his roster cut move and then challenges swan to a match a uh, rematch at against all odds tomorrow night and they call it a dot combat match
1: that's clever that's a clever play on words, and I love it. But uh, they didn't explain how that's going to be any different than a regular match. So we'll see how that plays out tomorrow. That'll be interesting.
0: I got to assume it's like some sort of street fight. But the problem with that is they're also running that house where, uh, <laughs> clockwork orange house of fun match. I'm going to stumble over that 30 more times tonight. But they're running that match, too. So how much plunder can you have on this
1: show? This is impact, baby. <laughs> That's true. (laughs) That's my answer. I don't know how else to explain it. Like, this is Impact. They're going to do it.
0: (laughs) I'll enjoy it. Anyway, the show itself, Impact, opens up. They're backstage It's the Good Brothers and James Storm. They're saying that the Briscoes are out for Against All Odds. James Storm, for some reason, goes over and asks PCO to join and says that, you know, Honor No More was going to kick you out. And then Vincent steps in and he says, no, no, PCO is with Honor No More. And later tonight, it's the Good Brothers versus Vincent and PCO, uh, which later on I would discover was for the tag titles. And I had no idea until I saw the referee hold up those tag titles but either way uh that's how we open up the show and then they go directly into an x division fatal four-way it's steve macklin trey miguel chris bay and laredo kid with the winner taking on speedball mike bailey at against all odds so trey miguel we'll just get it right out of the way trey miguel gets the win great match fun four-way opener and just so much fun stuff if you want to talk about that match real quick by all means let's get into it
1: Got you. I want to first and foremost say that X Division matches opening every impact. I'm here for it. every pay-per-view. I'm here for it. It's a nice high flyer, high speed. There was one spot in particular where Chris Bay was getting ready to do a somersault. And I think Laredo kid swung right through him and like a was here and hit these three guys. And then Chris Bay hit this and incredible moonsault onto the other guys now personally speaking i thought trey miguel would have already been qualified to beat mike bailey but i'm like oh but they settled that at um anniversary, but it's nice to see him get a run back i'm also a chris bay apologist so i would have loved to see chris bay be involved in that conversation because like i don't know i i i know how the bullet club rolls i would i don't like it when he loses because every time you lose i'm like oh the bullet club out to kick you out they kick people out for less <laughs>
0: <laughs> do you really think they kick out chris bay just for that
1: yo they kicked out tamatanga Tamatanga? Okay. Tamatanga? Tamatanga? I mean,
0: five. listen, you can call him Tamatanga. What's he going to do? Is he going to correct you and call himself Tama? What's he going to do?
1: Come I don't want to get beat up. So that's
0: you. <laughs> okay. Really good match. You mentioned the Asai Moonsault from Chris Bay, taking out all three men, and then Trey hitting that Meteora on Chris Bay and then getting the three. Like you said, Chris Bay, uh, he, he suffers the three fall to Trey Miguel. Mm-hmm. There's one little thing, and I know we talk about production stuff once in a while, one little thing that I actually really liked they're showing Mike Bailey backstage watching the match on the screens at one point they go to the backstage to show Bailey's reaction and the audio they, they change the audio that it sounds like it's coming from the TV so mm-hmm. it's very like the mids are boosted there's no bass or treble it's just the mids and then they 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 uh, transition back into the tea, to to what's going on in the arena, and the sound goes back to being full. I really like that touch, it's a really small touch, but it looks really good, sounds really good to me. Uh, just a solid X division match with stuff that made sense. Macklin is my only wild card. I need to know what we're doing with him next. Are we gonna just wait on it until Bound for Glory? What are we doing with Steve Macklin?
1: I agree with that. Partially going into this, I was like, okay. Maybe Trey Miguel wins. It would be nice. I want Chris Bay to win. But then I was like, oh, Macklin's in this. There's no way. Like, I, w- I would assume. And then when he didn't win, like, okay, you didn't eat the pin. But still, like, what are we going to do with him? Because while he's great and all, I, I really feel like he should be in the main event, the world title scene. That's where I really feel he belongs. But I understand when, if they want to finish up with um Alexander and Violet by design. But he really, to me, he needs to be there
0: i have seen so much of violent by design over the last few weeks <laughs> that's <laughs> all that's all i'm gonna say i uh i have seen a lot of them over the last couple of weeks those who are in toronto or in ontario they they'll know um by the way thank you chat and you did point out that the dot combat match is uh, it, it's basically a match where it's a street fight style match but you can only beat each other up with things like keyboard and the mouse and things that are technological in nature so The look on your face, Cresta, shows me you are super excited for that.
1: All I can think of when you said that was like, you remember those old beat-em-up arcades?
0: Boy, howdy. (laughs) Does it count? Can we use them?
1: That's exactly what I'm thinking of. I love empath wrestling. Professional wrestling is a gift.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's one way to put it i'm sure it'll be a lot of fun i they did it with uh, cardona and jordan grace apparently so there you go it's not the first time they've run the dot combat match i just i did not remember it because that digital media championship is just it it it, it exists (laughs) (laughs) that's it but you know who also exists it's raven so i'm i'm a I'm, i'm a big raven fan loved him in ecw loved him in wcw one of my favorite my, one of my favorite angles with raven is when he was lost and trying to find himself and you found out that raven was actually a rich kid living with his rich mom it was one of my favorite things from wcw and then canyon was his best friend all this stuff people if you haven't Who seen better it than canyon? <laughs> nobody 100 so anyway they, but then raven and tna was a whole other beast it was more mm-hmm. like a more like his ring of honor more like his ecw self uh and, and no different here a much older raven introducing the uh, clockwork orange house of fun match i got it right this time uh he's in a playground with a bunch of kids he's talking about the match uh he says everyone's gonna have fun especially moose and sammy and then says i hope everyone gets hurt this was such a really simple easy promo but it was so good in my opinion
1: even if you have blips of memories of raven He gave you all the hits. He had the hair, he had the the piercing. All he was missing was the flannel around his neck. He gave you, like, listen, this is gonna be fun and violent, but it's gonna be fun. And we know how Raven defines fun. That gave me a glimpse without if I didn't if I was just watching this for the first time and I'm looking forward to that match. I already have an idea of how that's gonna be. That's gonna be a rough one for me personally, because I'm squeamish, but.
0: When we when we talk about the uh, the Against All Odds card and we, we run it down, mm-hmm. Raven is going to be there at the show. He's going to be in on that match. We're going to talk about whether or not he gets involved and what we can expect from him, because I love it. Raven is great.
1: He's good. He's great.
0: Yeah. Uh, Giselle Shaw took on Rosemary with the influence on commentary. This match was fine. It actually got really good at the end. Uh, really enjoyed Giselle going for a two-sweets before the ma- or mid-match. She goes out and she's just like, uh, and then everyone's just like, "What are you? What are you doing? Why are Madison you?" Madison Rain to, is like, "What are you doing? <laughs> this is the wrong one." It was very funny, and they, the influence kept talking on commentary about Madison Rain's broken nose, and they're going after Tom Hannifin, telling him to be less honest. Uh, but there are certain things in this match that were great. Giselle hits a great-looking cutter. Uh, I do like that uh, her running knee continues to put people out. All in all, just a, a solid match, and we can talk about the post-match too. What uh, What do you think about the match itself?
1: So, I'd never seen Giselle Shaw wrestle. So, I go into this match with a blank slate and I'm like, okay, I was expecting one thing. I was expecting Rosemary to beat her up and these girls to help her cheat, but not really. But when she did it and the moves were, I'm like, okay, Giselle Shaw, you're like, you're on it. But then when she started doing the sweet and all that stuff, like, you had like, girl, look, you're a clown and I'm here for it. (laughs) Afterwards, when they got the win with the distraction from the influence, and she's like, really pinned Rosemary. I was like, what the heck? <laughs> and now I'm way more interested. I'm like, I wanna see what happens. And then the post match, I don't know if you wanna explain it or if you want me to go into it, but like, go for I was it. like, the post match, when
2: they- everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems.
1: they tried to summon havoc. I was like,
0: Oh, oh, oh we'll get oh, to that in fine. a minute. <laughs> we oh, actually, we you can just get into it now. You know what? forget it. Yeah, yeah, talk about it. So Father James Mitchell shows up. They they summon him from a ring from the occult bag of of tie of uh, tie and rosemary. Uh, go ahead, t- 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 talk about it.
1: So they're like, Yo, I know these girls are fin to cheat, especially Madison Ray. So we need to get havoc back. He's like, Havoc's gone, bro. Like, <laughs>
0: what? Are you, I-, I haven't dude, seen her.
1: <laughs> like I can't just, I can't just make havoc appear and tie it. These girls are like, what are we gonna do, Rosemary's? Like we're gonna get havoc back, and <laughs> that's how you solve. What do we do with havoc? I would love to see a trio's match, especially because I, I don't know if Madison Rain is hurt or if she's hurt. You know what I mean. So, what are your thoughts on that?
0: I think she's uh, hurt, and for the audio listeners, I'm throwing up the air quotes. Uh, it, yeah, a six-woman a six woman tag is probably where we're going with it, and that's fine. Uh, that backstage with Rosemary and Taya and, and Father James Mitchell is hilarious. He comes out <laughs> and he say. just, he says, you know, uh, I have two words to describe you, Rosemary. The second one is blocker, and he says he was about to have a three-way with a Jezebel and a siren because he's never had that experience before. Love it so silly so ridiculous and then yeah it says i can deliver a message to havoc no problem and says all and rosemary says all hands on deck um is this is this what you expected for havoc's like reemergence? because we talked about this we talked about havoc being like oh you're knockouts tank champions now what about me will they be on the same page like what's the reintroduction what does it look like
1: i think havoc would be okay and ecstatic for rosemary But looking at Ty is like this again? (laughs) You know what I mean? And to bring it back to Father Mitchell, I'm surprised Johnny Swinger didn't hear that and come out of the woodwork. It was like, what was what's what's going on?
0: I know it's your favorite guy. Later.
1: You are rooting for him.
0: <laughs> we'll talk about the swing man later. How's that? I think we here
1: will.
0: He is. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, but yeah. So so I, I just I feel like it'll be the reintroduction of havoc, and then she'll be like, "Yeah, hey, what the what is this? Yeah, hey, what your knockouts tag champs now?" And and I wasn't here for that. Like it's that's probably where we're gonna go because they have to do something to reintroduce havoc and regain whatever she lost. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Absolutely. And then it's one of those things like. Do you keep all three of them together? A trio thing? Mm, I don't think that's... I think it'll eventually lead to Havoc versus Taya, which I'm all here for. Yeah. So however that gets there, I have full trust in Impact Wrestling to deliver my sports entertainment.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We're backstage with Mickey James. And Mickey says that she's defeated Deanna over and over and over again. And that Chelsea Green has only had the upper hand when Matt Cardona was involved. of course her husband. And then Deanna and Chelsea walk in. They say Mickey should think of people other than herself. And then they do a beat down quickly. Uh, Mickey beats down Deanna and Chelsea. Then the numbers advantage. Then Mia pops in. Mia Yim pops in. Finishes the job. They uh, fist bump and then that's it. Anything to add on a segment like that? Just setting up the tag match for Against All Odds that I told you was happening, by the way
1: you did you added me you tagged me and i was like i'm a believer <laughs> i nothing really to add except maybe trying to sow the seeds of can mickey james work with someone because she was like i'm just gonna hit you anyway and then a wild mia yim appeared but i don't know i know i'm gonna be entertained i'm the winner <laughs> it's me it's me i'm the winner the fan
0: <laughs> the queen stooges taking on mia yim and mickey james i'm sure sean ross Appel will be very excited for that match queen stooge number one queen stooge number two or three i can't remember which one they are but i'll tell you who's not a queen stooge that's savannah evans so savannah evans with tasha steel take on jordan grace in a match that was big meaty women slapping meat and i know you were excited for this match there was some really gnarly and fun offense tell me because i, I want you to shine on this one you you would love this match i know it.
1: So I really like Savannah Evans really putting on a good show with um Jordan Grace. She got a lot of offense in early, but that, and it's not a package, file, it's a muscle buster. She gave her at the yes. end. Oh, cause Savannah Evans is a big woman in comparison. She picked that big woman up and Jordan Grace is a God. I <laughs> it took that my notes right quick. When, when she really, I, I cannot express to you when um, Savannah Evans had uh, Jordan Grace in the chokehold in the beginning, I was like, wow, Savannah Evans is really taking it to um, Jordan Grace. Even if she doesn't win, she's trying to soften her up for Tasha Steeles tomorrow because that's her friend. But I don't know how you beat Jordan Grace at this point. And if I'm Tasha Steeles, I'm like, I really got to cheat. <laughs>
0: that muscle buster was nuts i was a yes. big fan of that from the top uh and on top of that the choke slam from savannah evans on the outside to the on the apron to jordan grace looked gnarly it, it did everything it was supposed to do the match itself was it was quick it was painful for them mm-hmm. but painless for us to sit through really good match between evans and grace and sets up tasha versus jordan grace tomorrow night at uh, against all odds a really just solid match i enjoyed it
1: i agree and, that's a good match I, again i feel bad for tasha steals like you really got to change your game plan for tomorrow
0: yeah that's going to be the question is how do you how do you take on jordan grace if you're tasha steals what what changes this time yeah.
1: i don't know oh i'm sorry i didn't mean to cut you off <laughs> no I,
0: I was just saying it's going to be interesting
1: i mm-hmm. agreed agreed
0: let's talk about this joe Doring promo so uh, I'll, I'll, I'll preface this with uh Impact got fewer words out of Joe Doring in this promo than I did when I spoke with Joe Doring last. Mm-hmm. Joe Doring is a man of few words, but he'll talk to you if you give him some time. But not, not in this promo. Uh, they talk about his background with All Japan Pro Wrestling and his accolades. He's won tag titles. He's won the Triple Crown Championship in All Japan. Um, it was a, just a really solid promo, putting over Joe Doring as a championship contender, but also as a big monster guy. Talk to me. What do you think about this promo?
1: It was a great reminder or a refresher for people who may not be familiar with Joe Doring before Violent by Design. It's easy to get wrapped up where he's following Eric Young. Like this man is not a big beefy man with his accolades and all. The New Japan Pro Wrestling, I think it was a triple crown. I could be wrong
0: all japan triple crown champion
1: thank you all japan triple crown that's a lot <laughs> it is. but it's like to show him in that capacity so it's like wow no he really it's not just a throwaway match for eric young to run in he really could lose, and he does have that pin over Alexander. Well, not a pin. It it was by disqualification, but he does have that win over the champion. So I think it built great. I don't think he's going to win if I'm going to be completely honest with you, but it really puts credibility that if he does, let's say it's a big old swerve and he does, you're like, well, you can't take it away from him. He's done this, 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 and this. It's just funny how that's going to coexist with Eric Young or whatever the case may be. What do you think about it and whatnot?
0: I think that if you want your accolades met and if you want your, if you want to be reminded as to why you're a great human being, here's Blue Chew.
2: Hello. Is your penis limp? Would you like it to be erect? Fortunately, BlueChew.com and the code Fightful is going to help you out an awful lot. Maybe you're having trouble with that. Maybe you just want the confidence. Well, BlueChew.com and the code FIGHTFUL is right for you. Free. Your first order is free. You just pay $5 shipping. There there are a few other steps you go through. You consult with the online physician. If approved, it ships straight to your door in a discreet package. But your first shipment is free with the code FIGHTFUL. It's got the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. But they work on your schedule or whenever you're not ready and you want to be ready, whenever the mood arises. It's in a chewable form, very easy, very simple. Help yourself out. Give yourself that confidence with bluechew.com and the code FIGHTFUL.
0: Everybody, congratulate Cresta Star on her first blue <laughs> chew ad here on FIGHTFUL. <laughs> I saw the look on your face. We can see backstage uh, our reactions to things that are on the screen. And I watched Krista be like, what the? F-?
1: I <laughs> thought you were playing a meme video. I was like, wait, are we getting hacked? What's happening? Oh, there's an ass. <laughs> there was it so was. many emotions.
0: If you want it, you get it with Bluetooth. Thank you, Sean, for the run in. So that Joe Doring promo definitely got a bunch of people hard. But the Josh Alexander interview that came afterwards may have gotten you a little bit harder talks about being a fan of impact winning retaining his title at slam anniversary but he puts over joe Doring as he should says it'll be his toughest match but he can't back down from a challenge like that but he leaves us with this when could eric young show up again so i ask you crest star when does eric young show up again
1: i would hope against all odds because alexander also said a good point he's like i don't even know if they have spoken to young so is young mia is young orchestrating it and if let's say young is mia he shows up not at um against all odds but um uh what's the one after against all odds um
0: emergence in uh in august
1: what if he shows up at a mess a long time but yeah. it can set up a lot of storyline and it can say that, hey, what do you guys do? What happened to Eric Young? This guy is doing Alexander done stepped on the both of your lackeys. Where are you? Is Violet by Design there? I would hope that he shows up tomorrow, but there are great storylines either way. Um, again, I think Alexander's going to retain here. It's going to be a good match either way, but it would be interesting either way if Young doesn't show up. Do you think he shows up tomorrow?
0: No, I don't. I think uh-huh. they're going to tease him showing up, but ultimately Josh Alexander beats Joe Doring, and that's it. Uh, they could go another non-finish route just to keep Doring, you know, uh, uh-huh. you know un- un- unbeaten. but I don't see the reason to do it. We've talked about that too. Joe Doring having a big win streak is a big deal. So to keep that going for the right person to beat him, that's where I think it needs to go. I don't know if Josh is the right guy to do it though. Is he the right guy to beat Joe Doring, who's on you know this big win streak?
1: I mean, he could, but he don't need it. You know what I mean? You could use that win streak to elevate a Macklin, who already is good in his own. He's already good in his own right, but it could propel him to the well. Now you can face Josh Alexander status. I mean, it'd be it's to me it's fine, but I don't think Alexander really needs it. He's burning bright. He, he's a really good, bright beacon for the company right now. I don't think he needs to do that to prove anything. I, I would preserve it. I say if he doesn't run in, then Diener runs out to cause the DQ, like you said, to keep the streak alive, but also Alexander still retains. But I I I could see it, but I, I don't think he needs it.
0: Yeah, I get you. Um, reminder, folks, get in your super chats, get in your humper chats. Get your question statement around the air. We'll, we'll talk about whatever y'all want to talk about, especially if it's impact related. Honor No More versus Good Brothers for the tag titles. PCO and Vincent representing Honor No More, but they all come out because why not? Uh, again, I was like, tag titles are on the line? Okay, this is fine. Uh, James Storm comes out with the Good Brothers, so at least you got some sort of balance there. And uh, it, it, a solid match. It was fine. There's something that I always remember, and it's death, taxes, and Carl Anderson hits a spine buster before hitting a hot tag to talk, uh, talk gallows.
1: You're the <laughs> Again, best. <laughs> it's true.
0: It's true. The match was fine. It, listen, uh, Good Brothers retained. It's a roll-up finish from Carl Anderson to Vincent's, and uh, PZO broke up a magic killer. There was It was fine. It was good stuff. It's more the post-match stuff that got me going do you want to talk about some post-match shenanigans
1: turns and looks at notes because she is not too smart
0: <laughs> <You> <laughs> people run into the ring people attack other people
1: yes now i remember thank you for the refresher so at the end i'm like first of all i walked away for two seconds like let me just go do my winged eyeliner and i come back and it's like the good brothers retain i'm like what happened Wait a minute. When I left, PCO was working over Carl Anderson. And before I know it, the match is over. Everyone runs down. They start beating them up. And then Chris Harris runs down. I'm like, James Thorne, as much as he loves you, he's also going to wring your neck. They don't want you to get hurt, bro. What about your family? But we we knew it was coming. Then Heath came down. And I was like, is Rhino going to come down too? Or is Chris going to be the fifth guy? And then we got our answer next segment. You know what I mean? Yep. So it was really interesting because even um, Honor No More was like, what are you doing? Didn't they tell you to stay in a retirement home? What about your family? So I was surprised that it's not surprised that it's happening, but the way they've been keeping him off, especially after last week when he let them beat him up and didn't run down. I'm surprised he came out this time. And I'm like, well, we're getting it. We're going to get him for the f- fifth man for – against all
0: odds so i said it last week and i'll say it again in pro wrestling when they hit you over the head with something enough times you can pretty much assume that it's going to happen the Uh way that they're pushing or the uh, the opposite direction you know it's saying chris harris made a promise to his family he's not going to get involved or chris harris has had his last match and And it's like okay so chris harris is going to be part of this match yeah (laughs) that's fine that's fine i i did like the way he gets involved i like the way that they actually brought out heath and Heath came in to make the save as Honor No More was about to beat up Chris Harris. Uh, brings the pipes, gives one to Chris Harris. They they even out the odds. The attack goes down. I was a big fan of that. And and then they go to the back, and Chris Harris is like, "I'm in." And then Heath is like, I'm in too. And then James Storm, you know, he's like, I'm I'm checking on my brother. I want to make sure Chris Harris says he's well. He's physically me- physically and mentally ready. And at uh-huh. the moment is now Chris Harris is in. He's going to be part of that 10-man uh, tag. And so is Heath. But that doesn't really matter because, you know, it's Heath compared to Chris Harris and America's Most Wanted having a match in 2022, which is wild to me. And I'm very excited for that. Uh, anything else to add? I I can tell you, I'm a little down that the Briscoes are out, but if they're going to be replaced by these guys, I'm fine for the nostalgia pop.
1: So I did a little research during the commercial about Chris Harris and why he stopped wrestling and retired. So not knowing anything about him and knowing stuff about him now, it's like, bro, I, I hope. You are safe. But they wouldn't say yes if he couldn't. So I understand why everyone's like, bro. So I'm hoping that this is a really good match, which it most likely will be. But I don't know if he does something long term or this is I'm going to do one thing with my buddy. America's Most Wanted. Sorry about your damn luck. And then that's gonna be it. I'm just gonna be maybe meddling, interfering like a Maria Canellis. I'm hopping on the apron to be a piece of crap. So like I hope that this is like a good hurrah for him. But after reading about all the things that he went through, I was like, I really hope he's okay. So I I get it, I get it. It's a good way to pull at people's heartstrings. I'm I'm heavily invested now.
0: Yeah, and his involvement. I mean, listen, we're not expecting much. I don't think anyone's expecting him to get in and pull the full 30 minutes or be the guy that they make. Yeah, he's not he's not gonna do anything huge, but it's fine. We're there mostly to see America's Most Wanted one last time, come out together, look good together, yada yada yada. He'll 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 hit a couple spots, he'll take a soft bump or two, and then that'll be that. It'll be very straightforward, very simple, but it'll just be nice to see Chris Harris yeah. have what might be just his last hurrah, uh, especially with Impact. Uh, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. We'll talk about it when we get to the uh, to the to the card and we give our predictions. Let's talk about Ace Austin with Chris Bay taking on Alex Zane i really enjoyed this match i really enjoyed commentary by the way putting over how close ace austin and alex zane got when they were in japan doing best of the super juniors Uh they're talking about they would go out drinking together they would go out eating together they would hang out together they were posting all over socials it's a really good story for them to tell uh and the match itself was just it was just a blast you might even call it (laughs) a baja blast
1: I respect you as a human being.
0: <laughs> huh? Y'all can leave a thumbs up for that one.
1: I give you a thumbs up. I mean, <laughs> I respect you. <laughs> I thought the match was great. I uh, the the note I wrote when he came down with Chris Bay, I was like, time to cheat cuz I already knew where this was going. <laughs> I like seeing um Sorry, I had to look at this man's name. Alex Zane. I didn't want to say the wrong name. I liked watching Alex Zane and how, like you said, they built in New Japan. It's the typical story of fair weather friends. Hey, you're new. I'm new. They're banking on our downfall. And in typical Ace Austin faction, if he has a chance to screw you, guess what's happening? Yep. <laughs> so, I mean, hopefully it opened up people who may or may not have seen uh, Alex Zane before to be like, hey, now I see who this person is because I had never watched him wrestle before either. And I'm thoroughly a fan now. Now I'm going to go follow this man on (laughs) Twitter.com.
0: Absolutely. And he's also, he's sponsored by uh, Taco Bell. So he's definitely worth it. Even Taco Bell Japan follows Alex Zane. That's pretty wild. I'm down for that.
1: He's the guy.
0: (laughs) So by the way, Alex Zane has a, like the ugliest at the same time, most beautiful Frankensteiner that he hits on ace austin in this match it's mm-hmm. right smack down in the middle where like he grabs the the the, the bottom rope just to, to get it and it's because zayn is just tall and lanky like that's just his build and just the that's way true. he gets it it looks so it looks ugly but it ends up looking really good go back and watch that and mm-hmm. and i put over the baja blast it's actually a really good move he does hit it in the match uh and then ace austin later on hits a second rope turnaround kick to the face that was a money shot it looked really yeah, good that looked but like brutal. you said Chris Bay gets involved, of course, in the, uh, in the, in the, at the end, Zane goes for the moon sauce, hits both Bay and Austin, rolls ace back in the in the ring to go for the pin, but Bay holds him. Zane uh, gets held back long enough to get hit with the fold from Ace Austin. Ace Austin gets the win over Alex Zane. He's a good dude though. He was such yeah. a, that was a good match. I enjoyed both men quite a lot.
1: I don't think we see another match out of this. I think this was the, um, I would like to, because it was a good match. It was a fun little match. Maybe they might do a run back, but I don't think that happens. I don't think that happens. Do you think another match after this happens?
0: I can only see. I can see them doing a tag match if uh, Zayn gets a partner and then they take on Ace of Base, as I like to call them.
1: <laughs> that's funny. I had to think about it. B e y s s base. <laughs> no you got it. Ten out of ten. I like that one better than Baja Blast. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah,
0: well, that's what we get. I could see, but I could see them doing a tag match uh, yes. with with Ace and Bay versus Zayn and and who knows they could pick a who knows you could do it with actually yeah. you could do it with uh, with Speedball, Has Speedball and Zayn get involved and then eventually do some sort of X division melee between those four individuals. I think that would make a lot of sense.
1: That'd be cute. Yeah, I could see it. I could see it.
0: Yeah, that's plenty of time. And plus they they tape so much in bulk. Like I'm seeing that Alex Zane is back in Japan and that's great. I mean, I'm happy mm-hmm. he's working. They do it again, they can do it down the line. They can do it around in Chicago in August or whenever it is. So uh I'm very excited to see if they if they go back to it or if they just let it sit because it started in Japan, then maybe they're just gonna end it here in impact, and that's it. You know okay, it I mean, know. I'd
1: be with it. I also thought that maybe they might do a um a juice robinson, but I think he's still injured. So
0: So whatever they're doing with Juice, they're surrounding the U.S., the IWGP U.S. Heavyweight Championship. I don't know if Juice is going to show up in Impact because I feel like they're just trying to still do. I've made this joke and I kind of meant it. I think the original plan for Forbidden Door was going to be Juice versus Orange Cassidy in a match that was going to be. Orange versus juice, orange juice, yada yada. yeah that
1: was you who said that on. Yeah, that no, that's a... so good. That's so good. I would I would have watched that ten out of ten. That would have been th- so funny. <laughs>
0: and I think that's a match that they wanted to do. but of course, because there was the, they they did the appendicitis angle and then they stripped him of the this is juice they stripped the the us heavyweight championship off of will osprey wanted at dominion now will doesn't have the championship but he's the t- the title holder sounds a little bit like what happened at slammiversary with yeah. with, with uh, rich swan and uh brian myers similar situation but now juice just has the title but he's not the champion i think they're just going to try and go back to will osprey versus juice and figure out what that's about okay Anyway, I, I would I would love to see Juice back in impact though. Yeah. He had a really good, uh, really good showing, especially when he was with David Finley. But now it's different because he got a bullet club juice involved in the fray.
1: That's true. And it's be interesting to see how he interacts with the other bullet club members, Ace Austin and Chris Bay, once they're there, you know? Yeah.
0: And then those two guys weren't at Forbidden Door. They haven't been heavily involved in Bullet Club uh storylines so far, uh, Bay and, and Ace. Yeah so we'll see see what they do main event time this was the match that holy crap i said at the top of the show big fan of letting them do it again because they didn't get a finish last time Mm -hmm. frankie kazarian takes on chris sabin the match of the future today (laughs) this was the second second time that they've run this match this year uh they of course the the whole match was based on a match 20 years ago uh but this time when they ran it last time honor no more got involved and it ended the match early. Nobody yeah. won. It was a no contest. This time we got a finish, and it was a great match. Brian Hebner's last match, so he's retiring. That's Earl Hebner's son, uh, so very really nice to see them acknowledge him and uh, wish him well on whatever he's doing next. The match, though, it, it was just good from start to finish. Really enjoyable stuff. There, there was... There was no story to this per se, yeah. right? It was just a respect thing. And that's what we get at the end. Um, it, no surprise, Chris Saban wins. We'll talk about some of the moves in the middle. But uh, all in all, just just a solid match with a lot of really good movement, a lot of really good wrestling from these two. Uh, tell me what you thought about the match and what stood out to you.
1: Call me a scrub. But no surprise, I didn't know who was going to win either way. I really wanted Chris Saban to win. But Frankie Kazarian is really good at professional wrestling. I don't know if you know that. Like, No matter if – I feel like Saban excels when he goes higher – even though he can match you grapple for grapple and while Kazarian matches, is better on the mat rather, it was nice to see each one coming to each person's level. And when he hit that man with the double cradle shock at the end, uh, the first cradle shock, I thought it was over. And when Kazarian kicked, I was like, ain't no way. Kazarian's winning. That's it. That's it. Nobody kicks out of that. Nobody kicks out of that. But it was was really, really nice. Really nice is not the word I was trying to say.
0: (laughs) Could you call it impactful? Yes. Good. Let's do that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Now it was really... The the match everywhere, the whole thing was good. Like I said, I didn't think... I didn't know who was going to win. I really wanted Chris Saban to win because, like I said, he gives me big dad next door vibes who can wrestle. But Kazarian is really good at professional wrestling. Really good at professional wrestling.
0: They do a spot at the beginning where Chris Saban is driving kazarian's knee into the mat mm-hmm. and normally that move would be kazarian driving sabin's face into the mat where he's got him by the knees to the face and then he kind of uh, yeah. shoves him down mm-hmm. but they played it off as sabin was using it against kazarian and i really like that and again i say it a million times i'll say it again a professional wrestler who was good at their craft knows to jump up when the crossbody hits them to hit it and get that extra impact. That's yeah. what Kazarian did when Saban went for the crossbody. Really big fan of that. Uh, there was a really good spot where Kazarian goes to the slingshot on the outside, but Sabin super kicks him on the way down and then hits a tornado DDT off the apron. Really good shit. They just, they just did it. They just did the thing. Uh, Saban getting hit with the, this like forced inside-out slingshot cutter uh, from yeah. Kazarian. So good. And then you talked about the the cradle shocks just a solid match a solid main event uh when they were taping this people were on their feet they loved it this was just this was easily match of the night probably a match of the month contender for some uh and then they all respect each other give each other hugs and handshakes and we're out easy as that simple and that's it uh do you have anything to add to that match
1: I will say that it is impeccable and incredible that these men have this type of chemistry all these years later. If you even go back and watch 30 seconds of any point of any one of their matches right in the middle, you can see the parallels and it's only gotten better. I think that the fight forever chance were warranted because I kind of didn't want that match to end, and I really like that they let it play out clean, no interference, nobody else, and they shook hands afterwards. Even if they did an angle, I feel like like mm, you didn't have to do all of that. So I'm glad they didn't. But the only angle I would want is them somehow fighting again.
0: <laughs> yeah, find a way. Just be like, uh, yeah, there was a Slap winner. Best of three.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the five. <laughs> yeah, they, don't even
0: need, they don't even need a reason to do it. They they they, they just want this is a respect thing. Let's it's just fight again because yeah. we had fun. <laughs> yeah, it's Thursday. Let's go for it. I'm fine with that. So we got a show this Friday. It's tomorrow for those watching live. For those after the fact, it it, it might. It's Friday. It's Friday. It's it, it's July the first for those who are the uh, the Canuck variety like myself, the Canadians out there. Happy Canada Day! Against all odds, is. Tomorrow night, happening in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, let's talk about this card, because we got the whole rundown. We found out about the dot Combat match for the Digital Media Championship. It's Rich, rich Swan versus Brian Myers. Do they do it again? Do they switch the titles? Or is Rich Swan still going to be the uh, Digital Media Champion who hasn't used Twitter since 2018?
1: I think Rich Swann keeps it just for that fact, for the meme. For the meme. For the meme.
0: Let's find out. Not Has for the meme. Swann- has Rich Swan tweeted since then? No. <laughs> this is just gonna keep happening. For has he meme. liked anything? His his last his last tweet was something with him and Willie Mack. It was Willie Mack wanting his first singles match. Willie Mack has since left Impact Wrestling, so
1: Maybe he has a burner Twitter, and this is truly for the meme at this point. He (laughs) almost
0: definitely does. I I could just see Swan getting the win, and that's it. And we move on from Brian Myers. Uh, They announced during the Ace Austin match that Ace of Base, Ace Austin, Chris Bay, they're going to take on the team of Motor City Machine Guns. It's Alex Sheldon and Chris Saban. That's a match that I was, like, shocked that they announced cold, and they have absolutely no reason to do it. Uh, I assume that something is going to come out of that. Uh, some sort of of storyline but what what are you thinking for ace of base versus motor city machine guns
1: the motor city machine guns is gonna beat the ever-living crap out of ace of base but ace of base is gonna cheat and they're gonna win and that's probably like you said there's probably some sort of storyline some sort of angle it's gonna be a good match but i'm expecting a cheat finish or a screwy finish and they would be like something at the end what that something is i don't know because i'll be watching and finding out like the rest of us but i i hope it's that because i like you said just so cold like that for these two like
2: okay
0: i see in the chat uh dan who who does a lot of impact stuff saying that Ooh. uh they, he can see it being a i think he thinks it's going to be a number one contendership for the tag titles which i could see at that point I kind of, oh man, I want Ace of Base versus Good Brothers.
1: Then Bullet Club v. Bullet Club, Finger Poke of Doom.
0: (laughs) I kind of want something like that. And I want to see the Good Brothers put over Ace of Base and be like, you're the new new Good Brothers here. And then Good Brothers leave. And that's it. Because, listen, I like Motor City Machine Guns, but I don't want to see Motor City Machine Guns versus the Good Brothers. Like, I just don't. I don't care for Good Brothers tag matches unless Good Brothers want to work. Okay I, mean,
1: okay, I see what you mean. No, no, I had to, to really think about what I was like. No, nope, he, he's right. Nah, nah, nah. And it'd be interesting to see Bullet Club v Bullet Club. You're not wrong. You're not this wrong. This is
0: the one right here. Zach, the AEW mod, saying that uh, bringing FTR to snatch those titles. I know Sean said that before. Uh, I could see it happening. I I, I don't think it's going to happen, but FTR showing up in Impact would be an interesting take. Do uh, yeah, What would you do, Go FTR ahead. and Briscoe's again?
1: Took the words right out of my mouth. I don't there care it how it happens. Give it, give it to me. I need that. I need that. I I need that. I need
0: that. <laughs> FTR holding the the uh, impact tag titles. That would be a coup. I, I'd like to see it. I don't know if they would ever do it, but I think I'd like to see it.
1: Just to be the belt collectors. I I mean, FTR. Now that I've gotten to really know them strike me as a type of people when we say we're the best we're the best i don't care if it's mom and pops if there's a title to win i'm taking that title because why we're the best professional wrestlers in the world we're the best tag team i don't care i don't care fight me for it if you don't like it
0: (laughs) there you go uh speaking of belt collectors the knockouts tag titles are on the line rosemary and taya taya of course being taya valkyrie who holds literally every women's championship you can think of right now including adding to her arsenal the xpw women's championship last weekend so she's got was that that's four belts now that she's holding at one time mlw impact xpw and triple that's pretty gnarly so her and rosemary putting up the tag titles against giselle shaw and tenille forming the influence uh looking forward to that but i have a feeling we'll see the re-emergence of havoc or some sort of set up to bring back havoc and do mm. a, a big schmazz melee finish what do you think
1: i don't think the influence wins but i like you said i do think havoc comes out and in the event that influence the influence do win it's gonna be some again. Yep. <laughs> i think this match is not just gonna be more more angle like they're going to put on a good match but i think it's going to be more either post or angle match itself with somehow havoc being summoned from the depths
0: <laughs> i think rosemary and taya do retain yeah i think it's a little bit of a, of a schmaz finish and then we set up to this this six woman tag whatever it's going to be Mm-hmm. i would be fine. Uh, another women's tag match on the card. I, there's a lot of women's matches on the show, and it's going to be good because uh, Chelsea Green and Diana Prazo taking on Mia Yim and the returning Mickey James. Uh, this match feels like it's just a big show-off party for Mia Yim. It's, that's kind of what I get from it. Uh, do you have any thoughts? Do you know who's going to win this? What's what's on your mind?
1: I'm getting uh, a Yim, Mickey James win, and that match is going to be stiff.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think so too.
1: That is going to be a stiff match. The only way that match can get stiff is if you add Thunder Rosa to that. That's a, that's a stiff match right there. And I'm legitimately looking forward to that. Because every Mickey James in Impact is unlike any Mickey James you've ever seen. And that stiff.
0: <laughs> Could you see Chelsea and Diona stealing the victory by getting the pin on Mickey James here?
1: Oh, absolutely. Doing some shenanigans or somewhere where they cheat and incapacitate either one of them. And like you said, definitely pinning Mickey James. I could see it either way. I could see both of them winning. But I think eventually this is gonna lead to Diana versus Mickey again. I think that's eventually where it's gonna head.
0: Well, I don't you know, know if you agree. It. It's not that I don't agree. I'm thinking about how earlier in the night, in that promo, the, Chelsea and Diana brought up a lot. They were trying to cause like some sort of rift, some sort of dissension with Mickey James mm-hmm. and, and Mia Yim. They're saying, you know, Mickey James talking about herself and nothing else. She's just more concerned about herself. Maybe there's a mis tag, and Mickey ends up getting pinned because she didn't think of her partner and Mia not turning heel. But maybe we can get to a Mia versus Mickey match somewhere down the line instead or some sort of feud with them uh i just i feel like chelsea and diana are eventually going to go for the knockouts tag titles but i don't know how you get there with this match unless they just win clean and that's it or they win clean and then mia and mickey split off and do their own thing
1: i don't i don't see mia and mickey staying a team you know what i
0: mean i don't i don't see friends yeah this is just two not two friends but two people who respect each other wanting to beat up the friends who are being dicks
1: yeah, yeah, accurate, accurate. Best friend. She was at my wedding.
0: <laughs> Best friends who are being dicks to other people.
1: I'm here for. I love that.
0: Uh, let's move on. The Ten Man Honor No More versus America's Most Wanted. Good Brothers and Heath. Uh, this is the Honor No More specialty. What are we doing? Who's going to win this match? Uh, is this the the moment for uh, for for America's Most Wanted? The big the big win, or is Honor No More going to? Keep the crown, the ten-man tag crown.
1: I don't know if this is allowed, and please cut my mic if that's the case. Scott Demore, when Honor No More loses this again, say they have to this break up because <laughs> this will be the second five-man specialty that they. I think they either exploit Chris Harris, which I don't think James Storm is going to let that happen. That's that's not going to happen. I I expect Honor No More to lose again. I do. And they might blame it on PCO and they start to implode. But at this point, like Ana no more, you can't keep saying, no one gives us a shot. No one gives us a shot. You've had a shot consistently, consistently for the past three weeks. And you fumble the bag every time. So
0: is this the beginning of them getting rid of PCO?
1: I mean, it's not PCO's fault. There's a lot of problems in that group. (laughs) (laughs) To blame it on PCO, who for all intents and purposes is an undead zombie back to life who feels no pain, you're looking for a scapegoat. So even if you kick out PCO, then who's next? Then it's Vincent. Then, oh, Eddie Edwards is now paranoid. Because you know Eddie Edwards is good for the paranoia. So (laughs) it's like, where does it start? But at the same time, like how many weeks are you going to come out and say you guys aren't giving a fair shot? And it's exactly what impact was. You guys literally cheat every match and still lose. Like, I like the people in it. I'm just over them as a group. I'm I'm ready. I am ready to move on. My heart will go on. I don't know how it, you feel.
0: <laughs> it feels like Honor No More should win this match because they kept losing since they, they lost the anniversary They lost the tag title match. Uh, the six man. I think they won that six man from two weeks ago. Can't remember off the top of my head. It was the main event. Briscoes. It was the Briscoes match.
1: I think they they took no. out
0: the, they took out Mark Briscoe afterwards, but I can't remember if they actually won that match. Either way, it doesn't yeah, matter. I'm
1: over them. Like, go away.
0: <laughs> for the sake of argument, let's say that they do lose this. That's mm-hmm. two big pay-per-view quote unquote losses for Honor no more. But if it's PCO that costs his team again for a second time, then you can walk in to the TV tapings and kick out PCO. True. Uh there you go. My Bennett pinned Mark to win yeah, I just read that weeks ago. So so on no more has kind of been 50-50 a little bit. Uh so they could easily pick up the win and then move forward. But I think really there's more in them losing. Yeah. Giving America's Most Wanted and the Good Brothers, who are the tag champions, and Heath the feel good moment, and then, you know, kick out PCO the next week.
1: Yeah. And like I said, I it's one of those things where it could be the beginning of the end. Cause there's a lot of people in there. I think seeing Matt Taven from when I saw him to now, I think he's gotten better. Same thing with Vincent. Um, Kenny King, I think is phenomenal. And Kenny King really, in my opinion, should kind of like be a single star. Yep. Eddie Edwards is always going to be there. So it's a nice change for him to do something where he's not like the heart and soul. So I get it. It's just like, again, for me, my gripe is after a while, you can't say you're not getting opportunities and when you get them, even when you cheat, you fumble the bag. Something's, something's got to give him. You always running down on Scott DeMore like he did that. Y'all lost. <laughs> like, he didn't do that.
0: <laughs> I, I'm interested. I think I'm more interested now in the match than I was even a week ago.
3: Okay. So uh,
0: we'll see what happens. The X Division Championship on the line. Speedball Mike Bailey, the new champion, taking on Trey Miguel. Um, I, I don't know about you, but I feel like this is the beginning of the Trey Miguel heel turn. It's got to be.
1: Oh, Yeah. Oh yeah, we win as the fans, but there's no I if if I'm Trey Miguel, there's no way I pin Speedball beforehand. He wins, and now I'm just losing. Now I'm just like, I can beat everyone else, but I can't beat this guy. Oh no! Nah. <laughs> yeah,
0: trade trade just completely goes nuts, and then we'll see where it goes from there. But I think it's time for trade to develop a bit of a mean streak. But Mike yeah. Bailey retaining makes oh, perfect absolutely. sense. It would be silly to have him lose that quick. Uh, knockouts championship. Jordan Grace defends against Tasha Steeles. It's Tasha Steeles' rematch. Jordan Grace is the knockouts champion. Uh, again, would be surprised if Jordan Grace dropped the title, but wouldn't mind seeing Tasha Steeles win.
1: I like Tasha Steeles. I don't think they should have taken the title off of her at Slammiversary. I understand. I get it. It's one of those things where it's like, okay, you try to rationale after it happens. But I, to play hot potato at that point, what was the point then of taking it off of? I think Jordan a retains... Moment. All- <laughs> fair, fair is wrestling, you know. We we do things for less, you know? <laughs> so yeah. I mean I think Grace retains. Maybe this is one of those things where Tasha really starts a spiral of there's no way, and I'm gonna do it, and it just starts becoming a menace. Maybe she goes for the knockouts tag team title. I don't know, but I don't I, I would like her to retain, I would like her to take it from Grace, but I don't see it happen. I think Grace retains.
0: I think she does too, and I think really, we talked about this before, and I've said it on other shows, this is them, Impact, giving Jordan Grace the Knockouts title to build the title for when Masha Slamovich comes after her. Mm -hmm. And that is something that I also need to see because they did a few weeks of having Masha Slamovich do stuff, and now she hasn't been on TV. She wasn't on TV this week, uh, and I'm just waiting for her to come back and start really doing a tear. I don't know when you do the Masha Slamovich versus... Jordan Grace for all intents and purposes knockouts championship match but when it happens it feels like that's gonna be the crowning moment for Masha
1: no I agree I totally agree maybe you have Grace versus Evans another time maybe against Taya one other time somebody who's like okay even if it's not for a title it's like okay whatever Grace is that girl so when Masha comes and if she does what she did to Havoc it's going to be like who's going to beat this
0: woman get ready ready for six months of jordan grace versus tenille dashwood
1: don't joke like that
0: (laughs) (laughs) i'm fine fine with tenille doing the knockouts tag stuff i I think she's entertaining as hell i just don't think she should be going for the six months no (laughs) god no uh in the Clockwork orange house of fun match i got it right that time too raven's gonna be there and i'm so stoked uh raven will be there it'll be moose versus sammy callahan I, does moose even up the series does raven does raven side with moose
1: <gasps> i didn't even think of that because i'm thinking raven's gonna side with ultra violent zammy because moose, moose gives it up but raven is raven's expect the unexpected
0: raven is the the yeah he's is the chaos master raven and moose first of all the, the idea of moose and raven and both animal names and he'd probably play that ridiculous shit up clown that's one but two is just raven being like this is the guy look how big he is like he, raven would absolutely be great for moose the, the the promos whatever it is it would just be fun i want to see that
1: it'd be a violent odd couple has raven and um sammy Callahan ever crossed paths before
0: I want to say no just because of the timing, but let's talk to me about what you expect from this match and I'm going to look this up.
1: All right. I'm expecting me not to watch this match because this match is going to be violent and the last match wasn't that bad. But this one is like, hey, you know, we got cages. It's gonna be fun. We got weapons. It's gonna be fun. Clockwork Orange, ultraviolence is gonna be fun. I'm like, I don't know. I'm 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 a very weak person. So <laughs> <laughs> this is me. The whole match. I'm expecting blood and violence. I'm expecting Sammy to win, TBH. But now that you said Raven joining Moose, I could see it. I could see it just for chaos. For nothing. For nothing else but chaos.
0: They have not crossed paths. The closest I can get to you is Sammy Callahan versus Aaron Draven. That's about as good as I can get you.
1: Okay, work. (laughs) No
0: relation. No relation. But yeah, Raven, Raven and Sammy Callahan having promos together, like against each other. That's it. And also Moose getting the win so that they can do one last match and do Lethal Lockdown. Let's go.
1: What is Lethal Lockdown?
0: It's the cage, baby. It's the cage and you get all the weapons in the cage. Let's do it. Come I thought on. this
1: was the match with all the weapons in the cage.
0: <laughs> now nah, you got to bring back everything. You got to do everything. Raven doesn't actually still wrestle. He's just appearing for the show. So for those who, who are thinking, like, he, he, he'll be around, but he's not going to be wrestling. Mm. He's just going to be part of the match and, and there to, because it's his match. It was literally a match that he pitched to TNA Creative back in the early 2000s. This is his match. So they're bringing him in for this. I'm very excited for that. Uh, finally, for the Impact World Championship, Josh Alexander versus Joe Doring. Again, Joe Doring is a man of few words, but when he speaks, he might look like he's going to murder you. Uh, <laughs> looking forward to this match. They did it once on Impact. It was a fun match, ended in DQ. This time we got to finish it off. Josh retains Joe Doring, new Impact World Champion. What are you thinking?
1: Josh retains screwy finish. I'm going with another screwy finish. Even if it like, even if it's not a screwy finish, is something something is happening during that match. I don't think it's a straight up clean hoss match. I don't think that's happening. I think that if not Eric Young, definitely Deaner. I think that it would be nice. It would be a nice change of pace. But if Alexander beats him clean, violent by design is in some trouble, girl. <laughs> so Listen, I don't know how that works out.
0: All I'm going to say is this past weekend, for some reason, Eric Young won a world, well, a world championship. It was the Greektown world championship title and then dropped it the next night. So all I'm saying is Violent by Design, they, they could be champions anytime. It doesn't matter how long it happens for. It could happen. Mm-hmm. I, I see in the chat someone saying Eric Young turning on Joe Doring. I don't think Violent by Design wants to do a breakup angle anytime soon, and I don't think that they are that stale yet. I'm still pretty into them. What do you think about violent by design at this point?
1: Nah, I don't I don't think they break up yet. And even if Eric Young turns on Joe During, Doring, I see Diener and Doring kicking out Young. I see that before them kicking out Doring because if memory serves me correctly they were the deaners before
0: it was that was jake something and cody deaner
1: cousin jake and cody deaner that's right kidnapped cody deaner and now cody has been mentally breaking i to me subtly you can see it in the way he's been delivering every time they've been talking for like the past few weeks since he lost to alexander he's been like slowly cracking it would make more sense. if, Like you failed me. You took me out of my comfort zone and now it's been me and him for the past three weeks. And now you show up and I see, I see them kicking him out before they kick out Dory.
0: I'll add another thing to the VBD thing. I don't think people realize. and And so I don't want people to misunderstand me when I say this. They are very similar in some ways to the New Day in that these three guys kind of came up together. They in different different times, but they've all known each other for a long time outside of impact. They've they all are legitimately like a crew. Uh-huh. They're just there from different times, but they're still a very like tight. Unit and I don't think they want to break up and that's that's where I'm getting them from. That's what I'm talking about the New Day stuff. Because okay. New Day has said a million times, you know, we don't want to break up. They're their peers and they're friends and it's very similar in the Violent by Design world. Um, those guys know each other. They ride together. They know each other very well. They've come up together. So there's um, there's a connection there.
1: That makes more sense when you say it like that. Then I can see them getting even crazier. (laughs) I can see see them turn it up. Like we what honor no more is trying to do, they're actually gonna do. No one's no one's having a match. I don't care. No one's having a match. I'm turning all the way up. I'm like the monkey in the zoo. I'm throwing stuff at you. I don't care.
0: With all that said, Josh Alexander, I could retaining the title. I, I don't see him dropping it. I see a good match. I, yeah. I don't see deep waters. I see this going maybe 10 15 minutes. Although Doring told me he's been in deep waters and he can take on Josh Alexander. So who am I? Um, regardless that's against all odds that's tomorrow night impact insiders it's going to be on that on the youtube channel it's on fight it's on all the places you can find the impact stuff uh but you and i we did it that's 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 going to be the card that was the show tonight a fun show i think you're nailed on the head four out of five uh yeah cresta what's going on where can people find you on the internet
1: Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for being here. We love doing this with you, and you can follow me in particular at twitter.com slash star C-R-E-S-T-A-T-H-E-E-S-T-A-R-R. In my bio, there's a link to my link tree where you can find me on Twitch at cresta star, Instagram at CrestaStar, and all of my links are in there. Joel, where can they find you?
0: Oh, I'm easy to find. I'm at Joel Pearl, J-O-E-L-P-E-A-R-L. Check out Fightful Select this weekend, especially because... All the money in the bank news is yeah. going to be dropping there. There's going to be a ton more going on. you got Alex's sour graps, the whole shebang. There's always impact news dropping. There's AEW news dropping. There's everything you'll ever need. Five bucks a month, you can't go wrong. It's, it, it's Fightful Select. What can I tell you? Uh, we'll be back tomorrow night for the Rampage and SmackDown post-shows. Alex Pulaski and uh, and Kate Elizabeth are going to do a Sour free preview where they're going to break down Money in the Blank. Bank is what Money in the Blank. That may as well be what it is. And then Money in the Bank post-show Saturday night. Denise Salcedo, Sean Ross they are going to be live at Blue Wire Studio in Vegas together. First time ever doing it live. Broken wheelchair knocks us off with the, the end of this saying, I was at the show in Toronto on Saturday. It was my first indie show. Amazing show. I cannot put them over enough. Greektown Wrestling in Toronto. Uh, not only were super cool with me, they 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 got me uh, some interviews that uh, hopefully we'll see the light of day soon. Uh, I don't want to... I'm just going to leave no it at
1: spoilerina. that.
0: No spoilers, but uh, we mm. got some really good stuff. And the show was really good. You can catch Greektown Wrestling also on Fight TV. I'm not going to keep talking. Anyway, let's get out of here. Ladies, gentlemen, friends beyond the binary, everything's coming up this weekend. We'll see you then.